Thank you, Lord. Glory. It's a good night. I'm way up there. Do I sound good and loud to y'all? That's good because I sound good and loud to me. And I'm a loud person, so it's it's hard for me to think that I'm louder. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. God's good to us, isn't he? Let's open our Bibles tonight to Psalm 107. Let's uh, look at a subject that's near and dear to the heart of God. Um, the Lord likes us well. You know, the last Sunday we talked about God's desires. One of His greatest desires that He fulfilled in Christ was us being well, us being healed, us being whole. And uh, it's a benefit and it's a good thing. And God desires us to have it. But so many times people say, I don't know why, or maybe God didn't want, or none of those things are true. None of those things are true. There is a truth, and it's God's Word. Amen? So let's look at Psalm 107, verse 20, verse that everybody knows, but we don't know everything about it, right? We'll never exhaust one word of God. If you do, you're through learning. Learning. That's a good word. Learning. You don't have to have a G all the time. Take that from a professor. (laughs) He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. You know that, and I've talked about that before, and so has uh, Brother Moore. I've heard him talk. That is that that uh, is a mirror to John three sixteen. He sent Jesus, and that was our salvation. And you know, so many times because of religious tradition, experience, and other things, that we've separated salvation into parts that you can have, and parts that you might get or may never have. Amen? And unfortunately, because of religious tradition, healing uh, has been pushed out there to, to the might-have category. Yeah. You know, how many in here are saved? Right? Now, when you came forward or when you were saved wherever you were, did you have trouble being saved? No? No, no it, was, it was easy, right? You, you confessed with your mouth and you believed with your heart. And then when somebody asked you if you were saved, you said yes. And later on, they asked you if you were saved, and you said absolutely. Right? I, I know when I was seven years old, you know, I walked down an aisle in a Baptist church, and you know what? I knew that I needed Jesus. Now, I had a greater fear of hell than a knowledge of sin. Right? Yep. And you're seven years old. You know, hell sounds pretty bad. You ain't got a lot of sin yet. You know, I'm seven years old. You know, I'm not, well, I'm seven and I'm just steeped in sin. I need to testify tonight. I stole my sister's Barbie and I took its head off. I, I took the water and the food away from the dog. I put the cat and the dog in the same room. Yeah, I don't know how steeped in sin you are at seven. But you do understand the concept of heaven and hell, Jesus or not. And those are the two things you're looking at in salvation. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And, and then as you grow, and as I grew, as I grew into a young teenager, I, I came with the realization I needed a Savior. You know, I didn't just need to go to heaven. I needed something to help me with all this sin I was getting in all of a sudden. Yeah. Right? You know, I needed... The, gr- the grace that helps you overcome evil tendencies. Amen? But, you know, even then, you got sick. You, you know, of course, I had mom. You got sick. You took your scriptures and your orange juice and you got well. <laughs> but most people got sick, went through it. Huh? Right? Took, took aspirin, whatever you needed to get through it. It was just part of life, right? Not, not healing is part of salvation. Sickness is part of life. Right, and and even in church, save people, save people, 
sick. Right? Why? Because that's just the way it is. Right? Sick is the way it is. Psalm 107 is a good verse. It's a nice verse, but it's not always true. I mean, you can tell that you've experienced sickness, so obviously he didn't send his word just to heal you. That, that must be the thought, right? But that's not it. Just like in those teenage years when, when you find out you need a Savior, you know, you, you, you find out that there's becoming a separation between you and God. And, and that separation, mostly stupidity, right? Yeah. yeah, mine was all stupidity. I, You know, I decided I needed to do things my way and wanted to do things I wanted to do and, you know, the, the whole Frank Sinatra song. Yeah, right? And, 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 I, and I'm heading the wrong way, but, but I also know Jesus. So inside me, I know that I need a Savior, and there is something that can help me with this. Right There is grace for this. And, and in that same grace, as I grow, and, and I start hearing from people like Brother Copeland, Brother Moore, others, and I start hearing what my mom's been telling me all these years that I refuse to listen to, God wants me well. Yeah. Right? Yep. And I start realizing that there is salvation and there is grace for healing. It is part of the gift of God. Healing is part of the gift of God. But because of religion, and if you really want to go there, the reason it wasn't hard for you to get saved the first time is because you didn't feel anything anyway. You Right? What's, what's salvation feel like? What's being born again feel like? Can anybody describe that feeling? You know, some people say, well, it's like a burden lifted off of me. Yeah? Right? And it, probably, it could come back, right? You'd still be saved. Right? Yes, sir. Because sickness has a feeling with it. Right? right? Uh-huh. You can then, you know, people say, well, you're healed. That's just your imagination. Well, my imagination's hurting a whole lot. <laughs> right? Oh, you'll get through this. You're strong enough. But you know what? There's faith to, to reach in and grab that grace that healed us. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is faith, just like you reached out. And, and, and invited Jesus to be Lord of your life, and you were born again. That same faith at one point, you said, I can't keep sinning. I can't keep going this direction, and I need a Savior. And, and, you, and you make Him Lord of your life. You know, when you're a kid, you don't go to hell. When you're, when you're older, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm messing up daily here. I need some help. Yeah. And then as an adult, you still need that same help. Yeah. Right? But then you, you don't have to be sick because the word salvation isn't a separate word. It, there's nothing separate about it. Go to, go to uh, Psalm 103. Psalm 103. We, we are the ones who've allowed it to be separated out because in our minds we ask questions like, wonder why? That, that'd be like saying, well, I know they got saved, but I don't think they are. <laughs> well, I know they, they, they left this earth, but I don't know if they went to heaven just because they confessed Jesus Christ as Lord. You never hear nobody say that. Why? Because we refuse to go to hell. Right. But it's okay to be sick. <laughs> exactly. It's not okay. And, and we, should be, we, we should get into this word concerning our salvation. And quit separating it. Quit pushing it to the side. Look at, look at, uh, where did I say to go? Wow. Man, I went all the way to the third page of my notes already. Look at that. Don't worry, we'll go back. I won't, I won't short you a bit. Psalm 103, verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. All of his benefits. Benefits are what grace provided and what faith receives. Amen? The first benefit that you receive, what is it? Verse 3. Forgiveness of sins. What? Who forgives all your iniquities? What's that? A benefit of salvation. That's a benefit of salvation. That's a benefit of knowing the Lord. Amen? 
And, and then there's not an and in there. You notice it doesn't say and, because if it said and, it, it, would, say, it would be like there was a break, and then you could have this loss. You have it all. You have it all. You know, it's like, it's like you can have biscuits and gravy, or you can have biscuits and gravy. Right? Your gravy could be on the side, or it could just be on the biscuits and ready to roll. Right? I think they call that gravy biscuit. Right? But, but this is what God's saying. He's saying, forgive all your sins who heals all your diseases. The same God that forgave your sin healed your diseases. The benefit, it's not two benefits. It's one benefit, two things in the benefit. Amen? And we don't want to forget all his benefits. This is one of them. Healing all our diseases is a benefit, and it's a benefit that we receive by grace. The same way you received going to heaven. The same same way you were born again is how you're healed. Amen? Amen? The very same way. And people say, well, that doesn't sound right. Well, it is. It's not me that said it. Jesus said it. Well, he said it in what? In Matthew, what, 9 or something like that? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to get up and walk? What's he saying? You're saying the same thing. Amen? And and this is the God that blessed the Lord my soul and forgetting all those benefits. His benefit is he forgives all my sins. He heals all my diseases. Amen? Amen? And you keep going. In the the next verse, he redeems your life from destruction. Right? We're right back into, into John 3, 16, that you'd not perish, but have everlasting life. Destruction and perish, same word. Amen? He crowns your life. He, crown, he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Glory to God. He, he's giving us all kinds of benefits. And, and any of these benefits that we will receive, we will have. But we must receive them. And we've got to realize that when he says, I forgive all your sins and I heal all your diseases, that word heal means to make whole. It means to cure, right? It, it, means, it means to heal. It means to save. Amen. Same thing. Mm-hmm. That word heal means save. And so as surely as I'm saved, born again on my way to heaven, I'm healed. And, and, and as I receive, the, you know, do you want his mercy or is that part of the grace of God you don't need? Well, without it, you're not going to have forgiveness of sins. Why? It's all a package, yeah. right? right. And, and so, so we, we, we grab hold of the package and, 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 and then, then we say, okay, God, I want it all. I want the forgiveness of sins. I want to be well. And, and, you know, even like if you go back to 107 verse 20, the, he, he heals you and saves you from all your destruction. What, what's he doing? He's healing you, and then he's putting you in a place where you keep your healing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's not just healing your body. He, he's now giving you the ability to stay healed. Yeah. To stay. That's what a cure is. Right? If you ever noticed when people say this disease is cured, then it's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Why? It's cured. You no longer have it. It's cured. Right? And and, and when they're cured, we we don't deal with them anymore. And so when you receive a cure, you're saved. You're saved. You're healed, right? Right. You've received from the Lord what he's giving you, and you've received it through benefit. And, you know, and and it's just like your salvation. The devil, he'll try to talk you out of it. He'll He'll say, well, you know, you sinned the other day. You sinned the other day. You can't have healing. You got sin, you know, or you didn't. You haven't been good enough. You didn't go to church. You, you know what? You sat clear out on the back row in church the other day. How could you get healed? <laughs> you know, you don't even have to be in church to get healed. No more than you have to be in church to get saved. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Salvation is available in the whole world. Yes. Right? Yes. Jesus provided salvation for every man ever born. In the, on this earth, that which means he provided healing to every man, every woman, every child ever born on this earth. And there's two kinds of people on the earth right now. There's people who are saved and people who are perishing. And we don't want to be saved people mingling in the perishing field. 
right? Because you got some saved people that are being destroyed. Now, I'm not saying they'll go to hell, but they're living a horrible life here on the earth. Why? Because the benefits of their salvation are not being enjoyed. And the benefits of your salvation, you receive the same way you received it the very first time. Right? Jesus, I make you Lord of my life, and I receive the grace to be whole. I receive your word concerning my salvation. I am born again, forgiven of my sins, and I am healed of all my diseases. Right? And, And, you know, people say, well... You know, I'm not really sick. You know, something's going on in your life. Dis-ease is a lack of ease. If you're not, if you're not having ease in an area, then you have dis-ease. Right? Maybe it's in your house. You've got dis-ease. Maybe, maybe it's at work. You have dis-ease. Maybe with your kids. Maybe with your spouse. Maybe in your own mind. You have dis-ease. Right? Your ease has been dissed. Right? And you want your ease back. I like ease. I'm, 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 I'm against not having ease. And I even like to add the Y to it and have easy. Huh? I'm big on it. Amen? And the benefits that God describes, crowning your life, crowning you with loving kindness, filling your life with mercy, redeeming your life from destruction, these benefits are real. And, but we won't experience, Brother Moore's talking, you, you won't re- get anything that you don't receive from grace. You have to, by faith, receive it. The gift has to be received. Amen? Amen. People say, well, I've received get grace and I'm not healed. You didn't receive the grace that healed you then. Right? <laughs> Got quiet. I've been, I've been sick and sometimes I just had to go through it. Why? I didn't receive the grace that healed me. Right? You, we can either admit it. That'd be like saying, well, I, I, I didn't really sin. I just need, I don't really need that grace for, for forgiveness of sin. Mm-hmm. You're, you're fooling yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Everything provided in grace was everything you would ever need. Yeah. Everything provided by grace is everything you would ever need. But we have to, by faith, reach out and grab hold of it. And we have to refuse not to have these things in our life. If you go on down to, to Psalm 103 and verse 10 and 11, look at it in, and look at this in the Young's literal translation. Because these are reasons that the devil will try to talk you out of your healing, right? Yeah. Because you sin too much, you can't be healed, right? You got too much iniquity. What did he say? Not according to our sins has God done to us? In other words, what you get is not according to what you've done. If, if we are going to get it in that respect, then we really don't deserve it and we should all be sick. Right? Right? Because by grace, you are saved. You know what that word saved means? Cured, healed, made whole. Right? Same word. You know, and so, so many times we grab hold of that verse and, and now we're born again. And, and we don't need that verse anymore. Why? Well, we're born again. Why? Because we've t- taken salvation to its lowest point. We only need the, well, I shouldn't say the lowest, when you're going to heaven, so it's pretty good. Pretty good. We've, we've taken it and we've only grabbed one thing out of the bag. The greatest thing, but only one thing. Amen? And, and there's so much more in there. And, and we've decided because, because of religious tradition and our teaching and our own mind and our own thinking is we haven't done anything to deserve this. Why could we get healed? Well, because he doesn't give to you according to what you deserve. He does, nor according to your iniquities. He hath conferred benefits. What benefits? The same benefits in, in verse 2. He confers upon us. What, what does he say? He's giving them to you because they're a free gift. Go to Ephesians and let's look at that. The benefits of salvation are free. The benefits of salvation, one of the benefits, if you're in here tonight and you don't feel good in any way, one of the benefits of salvation is healing. And there's no reason for you to walk out of here without it. 
There's not one reason for any of us to walk out of here tonight without healing. No more than there would be... If, if everybody in here were not saved, there would not be any reason for anyone to walk out of here without being born again. Just as much, there's not any reason to walk out of here without healing from whatever whatever is coming against you. Right? Because so, whatever's coming against you, it doesn't matter. God covered it in grace. He co- what, what is all your diseases? It's anything that ever caused you a disease. Amen? And, and if, if it's all, it's all. I mean, and we can just go back to what Brother Moore's teaching. It's, if it's under the curse, no way does God want us to have it. And we're redeemed from it. How did we get redeemed? You got salvation. That's how you were redeemed. And, and those are the things that we have to hook on to and believe as strongly as we believe we're going to heaven. Just as strongly. There's got to come a day where we say, wait a second, I'm not having this. The Lord bought and paid the price for me to be healed. And I'm going to be healed. Amen. Amen? And, we're, and I'm not going to, to fuss and fight about religious tradition. I'm going to look at the Word of God. I'm going to see what it says. And I'm going to receive accordingly. Amen? Because this is what God desires for me. Where did I say to go? Ephesians? There we go. See, I told you we'd get back to the first page. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2 says, by grace, for by grace, uh, verse 8, for by grace you are, ye are, well, oh, I have to put it in the, boy, I put it in the Young's Little. You talk about somebody can't talk, Young. Man. For grace you have, by grace you have been saved, is what it says. In the, it says, for by grace you are having been saved through faith. What? By grace through faith. You got saved because you had the faith. When I walked down that aisle, when I was seven years old, I believed there was a God that loved me and a Jesus that had died for me and rose again. And I walked down that aisle and I said, I want him because I can't go to hell. That does not sound like the place for me. Right? Right? Because we had an evangelist in there and he was telling it wasn't a good place. And when you're seven, whew, it sounds really bad. And I got to tell you, it still ain't as bad as what it sounded. Or it's still worse than what it sounded that day. We can't even imagine, just like we can absolutely not imagine how great heaven is. Amen? Until we get there, we have no idea. But it's by this grace that we have been saved. We have been healed. We have been cured. We have been made whole. We have been made prosperous. We have been delivered. Amen? That we've we got to take this word saved and quit relegating it to our one-time born-again experience. It is our life now. We, we're, we're not getting saved. We've been saved. We've been born again, recreated in Christ to receive all the good things that He has for us. Every good and perfect gift that was, that was paid for through the, through the blood of Jesus and through the death on the cross and the resurrection, everything that was paid, healing was one of those things. Healing, and it's part of the deal, if you will, right? And, and, and we've settled for less. We've settled, and, and God's saying, no, I want you to have it all. I want you to have it all. I want you to be well. And you say, well, that's not my experience, brother. That's the problem. That is the problem right there. We, by our experience, we can be born again, but by our experience, we can't be saved or we can't be healed. And see, that's going to keep you from your healing all your life if you keep saying my experience. That's not experience. That's a lack of experience because once you experience healing, right, you grab hold of it and you become confident in the Lord, your healer, right? The Lord, your Savior, the Lord, your healer, right? Savior means healer, right? Savior means deliverer. This is who we serve. And, and he's bought and paid for all these things. And it says, by grace you are saved through faith. This is not of you. It's nothing you did, right? So see, if we get those things out of our head, in other words, doesn't matter who I've been all my life, if I'll receive Jesus Christ as Lord and the gift of grace thereby, then I'll have 
born again and I'll have healing and I'll have mercy and I'll have loving kindness and I'll have redemption and I'll have every good thing ever provided by grace as I reach out by faith and grab it. Amen? You know, because people, they're, they're working for it. They're working for healing. You hear them all the time. You know, I've got the Scripture on my wall. i got the, I got the tapes going. And those are good things. Do them because you need to bolster your faith. But they are not the reason you get healed. The reason you be healed is because He healed you 2,000 years ago. Amen? And, and we're not looking for a new thing. We're, we're grabbing out for something that's already there. Amen? And it's that grace that provided it and our faith hooking into that and saying, there's my healing. Right? It's a benefit of salvation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I take that benefit. And it's not of you. It's not, well, I sat on the front row. I've been to church. You know what? I even got a pen. Got a pen because I was there so often that they gave me a pen. Right? And, and man, the pastor knows my name. I've been there so much. None of that matters. If, if none of those things happen, if you had the faith, the reason you come to church is to hear the Word, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Amen? And, and you're not trying to get that. You're trying to be faithful. You're trying to be full of faith to receive. Amen? And, and, and it, you're not trying, okay, if I could just get up to this level of faith, then I could get my healing. No. What, what, what level of faith did it get to, for you to be born again? Right? It took that word from God that said, you need to be born again. And you said, yeah. What about that when God says, by whose stripes you, ye were healed? And, you, and all of a sudden you sit back and you go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just like born again, I'm healed. Glory to God. And you reach out and you say, oh, I'm, I'm having that. I'm a born again child of God. The next, the next benefit after the forgiveness of sins that born me again, Amen. is that good English? Amen. It is tonight. The, the very same now I won't call it an experience. The very same thing that we did in order to be born again is the very same thing we do to be healed. Amen. Amen. And, and you receive the goodness of God. The goodness, the healing, is a manifestation of the love of God in our lives, because it's bought and paid for through Jesus Christ when He went to the cross and died for our sins and rose again when He took the stripes on His back. He bought and paid for our healing. It is a manifestation of God's love. No part of God's love should we miss out on in this earth. Not one part of it. Because He desires for us to have it. He's, he's our healer because He wants to be. You know, everybody says, ah, you know, I needed one. No, He wanted to be your healer. He wanted to be your Savior. He wanted to bring salvation. He did these things not only because you needed it, He wanted it. Amen? He desires for us to be whole. He's made it plain over and over again. Every time you see the word healed or or healing or cure, it means be made whole. It means everything you can think it means. It is the word salvation. It, It means that God desires you to be well just as much as He desired you to be born again. And if we receive it in such a way, then, then we can have the benefit of the salvation, the full benefits. Amen? What if you had a life insurance policy and you could receive $100,000 and you, sit, and you reached in and you, you grabbed two and you said, that's yeah, good, I got something. You left it all in there. You know, I think we'll get to heaven someday and God will say, oh, your bag's still full. Right? Let's, let's, let's get up there with an empty bag. Yeah. Right? <laughs> let's get up there. I, got, I took all the loving kindness you could ever give me, Lord. And, and he'd say, no, you didn't. I had more. Yeah. 
Yeah. He said, I took all the mercy. No, I had more. I took my healing. Nope, I had more. But let's try. Let's believe just like we believe that he can, he can save us to, to the washing and regeneration, to going to heaven, being born again. And, and let's, believe that, let's believe that we can be healed just as much. Just as much. And yeah, you've got to work through all your mind games. I don't feel healed. You don't feel saved. Right? You don't feel saved because you are saved. You don't feel healed because you are healed. It's not a feeling. It's a benefit. Amen? And as you receive the benefit, the things that didn't feel like healing, they'll go away. Right? That, that's what we're looking for. We want to receive all the benefits of salvation. Where, where are we looking at? Oh, yeah, there we go. Glory to God. Let's go to uh, John 3.16. That's where we were talking. John 3.16. Everybody knows it. it said, For God so loved the world. This is the verse that the evangelist quoted the night I got saved. Right. Probably the night most people got saved, right? The evangelist quoted John 3.16. Why? Because it's a great verse for salvation. It's a great healing verse. It is everything Jesus ever would do to, to, to purchase your salvation, your healing, your rescuing. He rescued you. He rescued me. Glory to God. He didn't leave us out there hanging. He rescued us fully. He, he took every problem away through grace. But your faith must receive it. Amen? And he, took, he, 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 he finished it. He even said, it's finished. Amen? He said, for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave what? His only begotten son. What? So whosoever believeth in him should not be destroyed, should not see corruption, should not have the workings of evil happening in their life all the time. I'm not saying it won't be happening around you. Right? You know what? You walk through a field and there's poison ivy in it. There's poison ivy in it. Right? But if you're believing God, He'll step you around it. He'll step you by it. Why? Because it's a benefit of salvation, hearing from God, having the Holy Spirit, knowing what to do when you didn't know what to do before, knowing where to go when you never knew where to go before. It's a benefit of salvation. Amen? And, and these are the things he wants. He, want, he doesn't want us destroyed. He sent Jesus so we would not be destroyed. You know, we look at that verse, and, and religious tradition has taught us that perishing is going to hell. Perishing is being destroyed on your way to hell. People that are rich and happy that don't know Jesus are perishing. There's only two kinds of people in the world. There's those who are perishing and those who are being saved. <laughs> There's two people. Look at it. It's in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians in the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. First Corinthians 1.18 says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Now, who do you know more than anything that calls the gospel and your belief in Christ foolish? People who think they're happy without Him. Right? They got money. I got money. I got stuff. God's not good. I don't want Him. I don't need Him. I'm happy. You're perishing. You're perishing. Without God... You are being destroyed daily and may not even know it. But without God, you're being destroyed. We don't need to be part of that. Why? Because we're them, us unto which are saved, right? But unto us which are saved, it's the power of God. Power of God unto what? Unto salvation, unto healing, unto born again, unto being filled with the Holy Spirit, unto being redeemed. It's the power of God. Why? We're saved. We're saved. And because we're saved, we don't have to be destroyed in any way. 
We don't have to have sickness. We don't have to have disease. And you know what? People say, well, you know, but sometimes you need to see a doctor. If you see a doctor, God worked through them. Nobody heals but God. Healing wasn't a worldly idea, right? It was a godly idea, and God gave them the technologies. You know what? We didn't walk in the doors of the hospital one time without God going before us. Amen? Why? Because we need God. He's our healer, not the doctors, not the medicine. God. Now, he can work through lots of things, and he did. Thank God. He did. We knew where our faith was, and we reached in and grabbed with the faith we had. And out of that faith, we got healing. Amen? And, and you know, people, people well, you got to have it this way. you got to have it this way. Do you know not wanting to do something is not faith? Any people, people, I don't want to do it, so I'm in faith that I'll be healed. Well, <laughs> no, you're not. You not wanting to do something is not you in faith. Because if you're in faith, you never have to tell me you don't want to do it. If you're in faith, you never have to tell me how in faith you are. Right? Have you ever noticed that, man, when I, I remember when I was younger, I, I've kind of stopped that now, but when I was younger, man, somebody tell me I wasn't in faith. I'm in faith. You don't know what you're talking about. I've been in the Word. I saw this scripture, that scripture, that scripture. I'm in faith. The, the stronger you fight against something, the more likely it is that you're not anywhere near it, right? It's kind of like when you're a kid and you throw a fit because you want to go somewhere. That's when your parents make you stay home the hardest. Why? Because you don't need to be there, right? If you have to throw a fit to get it, you don't need it, right? I don't mean to get on a rabbit trail, but if you have to throw a fit to get anything... I don't care what department store or restaurant you're in or who you've bought a service or a product from. If you have to throw a fit to get your way, it ain't God. And it's a misrepresentation of a Christian. And I won't say another word about that. Thank you, Lord. Where were we? First Corinthians. Well, now we can go to Luke. We looked at 1 Corinthians, right? We're those... We're, how many want to get, be in the being saved group? Right? Because I'm going to tell you, the, the destruction group, perishing group, doesn't sound fun to me. Now, I'm a kind of a baby. I'll admit it. I don't like disease. I don't like unfun. No, I don't like any of those things. I like more than enough. I, I'm, I'm kind of spoiled. That's why I like the gospel. It's a more than enough lack of disease kind of book. It's a, it's, a, it's a good God that's doing good things. And I like looking forward to those things. Amen? I would rather push and press in to get the good things of God than to stand back and be destroyed. Right? It's easy to be destroyed. All you do is stand there. No, I'm not going to go to church. I don't want to believe God. I don't even believe God. I'm not sure there is a God. There probably isn't a God. You, know, you let that kind of stuff roll around in your head too long, you, you don't want to. No. Th- those are the thoughts you cast down immediately. Amen. Right? You press in to this good God that you already know. That you, you continue to be saved. Amen? Luke 19, verse 9. This is Jesus and Zacchaeus, isn't it? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he? Hmm? He climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. Right? We all sang it, right? Vacation Bible School 101. Right before you read Kool-Aid and cheap cookies. How many are thankful for Bible school? So thankful for Bible school. So thankful. You know, it was a teacher in a Bible school when I was probably eight or nine years old. And I don't know that she knows that she said it to this day, but she said God can do nothing less than perfect. And I caught hold of that. And when I caught hold of it, anything I saw that wasn't good and wasn't perfect, I said, that can't be God. And people would tell me it was God. And I said, well, no, because he can't do that. 
And, you know, I didn't understand why, but I understood that what she said was truth right there that day. And I don't know that she understood how true it was. Right? When you're talking to kids, when you're doing things, I'm so thankful for our teachers in the children's department and the youth. You know, when, when they're talking, we're saying more. There's being more said there. And if one of those things catches a kid's ear, it, it keeps them for life. And, you know, that's one of the benefits of salvation. Keeping. He'll keep you. He'll keep you. It's a benefit of salvation. There's so many benefits of salvation. Don't you like to be kept by God? How are you doing today? I'm kept by God. Well, how is that? That's pretty wonderful. Why? Because He's God. He does all things well. So He keeps you well. Glory to God. So Jesus sees Zacchaeus and Trinity says, This day. He goes to his house, I guess, after that. I'm not going to go through the whole story. He says, This day, salvation, rescuing, healing, deliverance, wholeness, has come into your house for, as, for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. How many, how many know what we've been studying on Friday nights? How many, how many are the seed of Abraham in here? Huh, well, then we're, salvation can, can come to our house too. In the next verse, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to heal. To seek and to make whole. To seek and deliver. To seek and be good to. Bring health to. Cure. All that which was being destroyed. All that that was perishing. The word lost is the same word as perish. Mm -hmm. And the word save is the same word as healed. It's the same word as be made whole. See, we got to quit separating out the gospel. We got to quit. We got to quit taking parts that and saying, well, I got, I'm born again. I go to heaven someday. Yeah, you're born again. You're healed. You're born again, you're redeemed. You're born again. Don't just take the parts that, that, that you, you're going to need later. Take everything you're going to need because you're going to need it for the trip. Amen. Right? When, when God packed your bag full of grace, He put everything in there you're going to need for the trip. How many people have not dealt with sickness in here? Not one time. Okay, I'm not seeing any hands and I'm betting there's none in Sarasota. And I bet there's none online. Why? Jesus knew... You are going to need healing. It's in grace. Everything that we ever would need is provided. And by faith in God, you receive it through grace. Amen? By faith. Glory to God. For the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. He came to heal you who were perishing. Glory to God. If you're perishing in any way tonight, if you're... you're, in discomfort, if, if, you're, if you're being pressed inside, if you're being pressed in your mind, if you've got issues in your household, everything through God is healing, and He'll heal those things. And it's the same action as being saved. It's the very same action. If you walked down the aisle and received Jesus Christ as Lord of your life, the very same action receives healing. Amen? And, and, and it's, it's by faith. It's by faith. You by faith. I by faith at seven years old, I heard the word. I by faith. I got faith first. I stepped out. I walked down the aisle. And that faith never quit. Even through stupidity, that faith, I always knew there was a God I could reach back to. I knew there was a God I could reach up to. I knew that I was His. And I couldn't get too far away. And, and as I separated myself from him through stupidity, I, I always knew he was seeking and saving. He was seeking and saving. He was seek. God's pursuing us. He pursued you. He pursued me. Why? He wanted to heal you, and he wanted to save you, and he wanted to deliver you, and he wanted to make you born again, a child of the Most High. And he had all this goodness laid up for us. And he came to seek and save that which was lost. Amen? And, and, and we can have the benefits now. 
Right? You know, people say, well, you know, you go to heaven, you get that ultimate healing. That's not ultimate healing. It's just your ultimate end. Right? Right? It's like saying you'll have money in heaven. You don't need any cash. You can take all the $100 bills you want, and I don't know what God would do with them. There's things that we need here that we won't need in heaven. And you know what? They're the benefits of salvation. They're the benefits of being saved. And one of those great benefits is healing. If you need healing in your body, in your mind, in your, in your life tonight, keep listening. Keep receiving just like you would receive to be saved. Keep listening just like you'd never walked the aisle. Because God's going to do something tonight. God's got a plan. Amen? God's got a good plan. Look at Acts 14. While you're going there, think about Exodus 14, 13. Moses said to the people that when they were backed up, they were backed up to the uh, Red Sea. They had Egyptians coming at them one way and drowning coming at them the other way. So they're either going to be killed or they're going to drown. And Moses stood up and said, stand back, stand still and see what the deliverance, the healing, the rescuing, the make wholeness of God. What? That's what he said. He said, I want, I want you to stand back. And then what did he, what did he say after that? He said, he said, for the Egyptians whom you've seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. What's he saying? I'm going to save you fully. I'm going to save, what, I'm going to take the enemy from behind you and I'm going to take the, the, the wall before you and I'm going to clear it out and I'm going to, and I'm going to get rid of them. That's healing. What's he saying when he says, I'm going to take the sickness out of you, away from you. I'll take sickness from the midst of you. Because he's our healer. It's his desire. And, And it doesn't matter if you've got the Egyptians behind you and a wall before you, because God's still God. And salvation is greater than anything. And he can heal you know, here, here's the report. We don't know what this is, but it's it's bad. And, and you know what? I've seen other people have it, and they're not. They didn't make it. And and you're never going to get enough money to pay your bills. And you know what? That's Egyptians behind you and water in front of you. Guess what? Stand still and see the salvation. And see the salvation. I don't care what the doctor's report is. I don't care the God's report is our report. And he said, by whose stripes ye were healed. Amen? And that word healed means saved. It means to save. By whose stripes you were... And if you even look at that verse, he even talks about forgiving your sins, bearing your sins, before by whose stripes you were healed. Because God doesn't separate salvation out. He doesn't have levels you can attain to. He's got one level, and he wants you to have it all. Amen? Acts 14. There was a certain man in Lystra. Lystra? I like it. I'm the professor, so that's what we're calling it. He was impotent in, his, in the feet, was sitting, being lame. I'm reading in the Young's Literal, obviously, again. Yes, I am. <laughs> impotent in the feet, was sitting, being lame from the womb of his mother, who had never walked. This one was hearing Paul speaking. If you go to verse 7, if you just look at verse 7 real quick, go go to verse 7 real quick, what were they hearing? They were proclaiming good news, gospel, gospel. So it doesn't say he was preaching healing. He's preaching the gospel. Now, healing was in it because it's part of the gospel. But he was preaching salvation. He was preaching salvation. So in verse 7, he's preaching salvation. By verse 9, there's a man hearing Paul speaking who having steadfast this is man this man's listening when you're steadfastly your your ears are open your spirit's receptive and you're hearing and you're hearing what god says and he beheld him having seen that he had had faith to be what saved i thought he was healed he was you can't separate him god doesn't 
God doesn't separate them. Healing and salvation, being born again, it's the same thing. When, when, we're, when we're saved, we're healed. When we're healed, we're saved. It's all the same word. If you go over, even, even when you get into n- different numbers in the, in the uh, Strong's Concordance, they still say the same words, delivered, Amen. right? Made whole, yes. saved, delivered, over Amen. and over again, healed. It's, it's over and over again the same thing. And it's our minds and religious tradition who've separated out and kept us from having His goodness. Kept us from being healed while we're being born again. We might as well be all the born again we can be. Right? Well, is that the army that had that? Be all you can be? Let's be all we can be. I want to be healed. I want to be redeemed. I want to be full of mercy. I want to be, I want to be. Right? And and I don't want to have part and never see the rest of it here on earth when God, through Jesus, paid for it all. Amen? Glory to God. That's like going to a buffet and eating a salad. Right? See, now, when I used to take Ramsey and Kim to the buffet, I ate three times what I needed because I knew they were never going to make it. Right? They were not going to eat enough to be at that buffet, so I had to make up for the difference. Amen? Hey, God set a buffet up for us of goodness and mercy and loving kindness and healing. And we should receive from it. Don't get up from the table until you've gotten it all. Yes. Amen? Amen? Amen. Where, where was I again? Acts. Acts. This one, this one hearing Paul speaking, who having steadfastly beheld him, having seen that he had the faith, what? How do you receive from grace? Faith. You get nothing from grace without faith. Right? right. You know, and I, now I'll, I'm going to just admit to you, when I was younger... I thought grace just did it all. And I lived like a heathen. And I was wrong, 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 and wrong. And after I was done being wrong, you know what I was? Wrong. And wronger. And wrongerust. And if there's more words I can make up, that's what I was. Why? Because I had no faith and I was not receiving from grace. I was frustrating grace. Receiving from grace you do by faith and you do because God's good. You do because He loves you and you love Him. And you know He wants you to have it. That's why we talked about His desires on Sunday. He wants us to have these things. He's not holding them back. He just put them right out there. He said said in Psalm 103, You know what I want to do? I want to forgive your sins and I want to heal all your diseases. That's what I'm going to do. He didn't say, I might. He didn't say, I'm going to heal all your diseases, but not yours. I'll heal yours. Nope. Right? I'm only going to give the benefits to who I think deserves them. See, the problem with us is we think God's like us. Right? Because I know none of you have ever done this. We say, well, they got what they deserved. We don't want to do that. Why? Because you don't want what you deserve. Why do you want them to get what they deserve? Right? If you don't want what you deserve, don't wish for somebody else to get what they deserve. Or you will get what you deserve. I want the goodness of God. I want like what this man got when he steadfastly beheld him. And Paul said, that boy got faith to be saved. That man's got faith to be healed. And immediately he said, stand up. What do you mean stand up? He should have said, come to the altar and we'll pray the, 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 we'll pray the Romans road with you. Right? Romans road. Romans 10. Right? But he said, no, stand up. Right? Stand up on your feet upright. And he was walking and springing. That means he was springing him. Huh? He was doing it all. Why? He's happy. Why? He just got saved. He just got saved. He's on his way to heaven and he's walking here on the earth. 
He didn't just get to go to heaven. He got to walk on the earth. Something he'd never done here, and he's going to get to walk all the way before he gets there. Have it all. Have it all. Look at Hebrews 7, and we'll close. Hebrews 7. Look at verse 24. Make Verse 25 make more sense. <coughs> Still in the youngs. That's okay. Now let's look at 24. 24. Let's look at it in the King James because I can't even read that last word. <laughs> but this man, because he, because he continueth forever, he continueth ever, has an unchangeable priesthood. What man's I talking about? Jesus. Jesus. He has an unchangeable priesthood. Well, he's our high priest forever. Guess what? You don't need another high priest. We have a high priest forever. Amen. Amen? We have this high priest. And because he's unchangeable and his priesthood is unchangeable, what is he able to do? Verse 25. Wherefore he is able also to save, heal, deliver. Glory to God. Make whole, prosper. What, what word do you want? Whatever you want. He's able to save them to the uttermost. Do you want uttermost salvation or do you want minimum salvation? Right? Let's have uttermost. Let's have it all. Let's have the enemies behind us dying and the, and the road dry before us going across the sea. Let's have it all. Amen. Let's have everything that he died and rose again for us to have. And healing is one. It's the second thing he mentions in the benefits. The second thing. Why? You're going to deal with it. There's two things. You're going to deal with this and earth. That's, that is a lack of salvation, a lack of being born again, and sickness. You're going to deal with those two things. But those two things were taken care of by one thing. Right. Yeah. Amen? One man, Jesus Christ. And he's able to save them to the uttermost that come unto him, to come unto God by him. That sounds like salvation. That sounds like, that sounds like Romans 10. It sounds like the Romans road. Go to the Romans road. Romans 10, what is it, around 13? Romans 10. Try 13. We can back up from there if it didn't. Yeah, now go to, go to 9. There we go. Here, here, here we go. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be healed. You shall be healed. If you confess Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, healing is yours. It's not a maybe. It's, not, it's as sure as you're born again through that belief, you're, you're healed. Amen? It doesn't matter what else you said, what you feel like. It doesn't matter what you've experienced. You got to get rid of all that. You could say, "Well, I went to the front and I left there and I didn't feel saved." Then you don't feel saved. It doesn't make you unsaved. You confess Jesus Christ as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. You got a Lord. You you will have to deny Him now. Because he's gonna, he's, he came to seek and save that which was lost. Right. Amen? Raised him from the dead, they shall be made whole. They shall be delivered. They shall be rescued. They shall be saved. Glory to God. Thank you. Salvation of the Lord is a full package and the grace that, that, that he brought to us is full of benefits and one of those benefits that we've been foregoing so many times because of our mind because of religious tradition because of who knows what is healing and if you're in here tonight stand to your feet and if you're in here tonight and you're hurting in your body in your mind in your spirit If you're hurting physically, mentally, spiritually, if there's things going on in your house that are not, or they're contrary to salvation, 
If, if there's something happening in your life that doesn't look like salvation, then this is a great night to receive your salvation. People say, well, I'm already born again. This is a great night to be made whole. Remember the, the woman with the issue of blood. She said, if I only touch but the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. And those words mean exactly the word saved. Saved and healed. And then after she touched the hem of his garment, it said the issue of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body she was healed. And that word means healed, cured. And then Jesus said to her after she spoke, go your way, your faith has made you whole. Back to salvation. Back to full salvation. Not, not only is it dried up, it ain't coming back. There, there's a difference between God. God gives you a remedy. In other words, I give you a fix forever. Save you to the uttermost. Glory to God. So just like we would do it, if we were going to receive... If we were going to give an altar call for salvation, we're going to give an altar call for healing. Glory to God. They're going to sing. And if you need healing in your body, in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, if you need something from the Lord that's within grace and you have the faith to receive it and you know the Lord's telling you, step out and receive, step out and receive. If you need healing, we're not going to lay hands on you. You're going to step out and receive. Amen? We're going to sing. And people that need healing in their body come down and we're going to pray the prayer of salvation and receive health and receive life and it's not embarrassing I'll stand here with you and receive it with you amen amen so if if you're hurting in your body if you're hurting in your life healing is yours it's a benefit of salvation They're going to sing. Let's come forward and receive. There's 